0: Tonight we're going to be discussing a film called Valley of the Fangs. This is a 1970 movie, and it stars uh, Lolie and Li Ching. Um, it's well, we'll describe it in a moment. But before we get into that, I do want to mention I have a cold or something settling in my lungs here, uh, and so I am possibly going to be coughing periodically. Uh, it's it's not coronavirus, but I want people to just you know uh, be forgiving if 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 uh, if I can't help but cough uh so so dion why don't you if you're comfortable give the rundown of the plot line before we move in if you don't want to i'll try to do my best to do it
1: well i'll do my best it's the story of an honored scholar who was the emperor's right hand man he gets thrown into jail and now the emperor has died and there's a Child basically running things, but he's a puppet. Some other man is behind it, and he wants the scholar killed. But his wife and daughter have a—would um they call it a death something?
0: It was like it's a commu—it's like a death commutation tablet or something. It's it basically can can eliminate the death sentence, right?
1: Right. Um, and so they must travel from their house to the capital to get the um to get the medallion to the emperor so that they don't kill him and there are um imperial guards that were sent out to make sure that they don't get the medallion to the emperor so that he can be killed
0: okay that, that's that's a very succinct description of the movie i think now what, what how did you feel about the film were you were you on board with it? Did you, did you not like it?
1: I had to watch it twice,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I watched it twice in one day because the first time I really couldn't get into it. It's a nineteen seventies film, so it definitely you can tell it's early seventies. It's the action slower. Yeah, um, it's a slower paced movie, and um, there's it's all drama. There's yeah. no. Um, comedic touches there there was one funny part in the movie that well i thought was funny no one else might think it's funny but i did um
0: i would even say it feels almost 1966 or 1967-ish in style yeah
1: i thought it was a late 60s movie until i looked it up online and it said 1970 yeah
0: i think you could easily just show somebody this and they would think that it was earlier because it's it's got singing in it it's got it's got all these things that you'd see in a lot of the ones that were a little bit earlier than this period and 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 the sword play is very very swashbuckly in style Mm -hmm. um there are some newer things that pop in now and then but mostly it was very old style um did you like it though or did you like what'd you feel after the second viewing
1: i liked it after the second viewing um I think also, too, the first viewing, I was really hungry, and I was really trying to figure out what I was going to eat. Okay. So I was really distracted the first time. So I was like, yeah, I got to give it a fair shot and watch it a second time. yeah uh, So, yeah, I liked it. Um, I wouldn't say I liked it as much as, like, a come drink with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I did like it.
0: Yeah, I... I had a cold so I was not as attentive to it I think as you might have been. I think you had based on our discussion I think you have a better grasp of the plot line, but I I was following it and um I I enjoyed it. It's it wasn't it wasn't like the greatest thing in the world. It wasn't a terrible movie. Uh, it had some things that surprised me that I thought were interesting which we can get into, but it felt kind of like typical early Shaw Brothers you know wuxia sort of like the movies that had cheng pei, pei pei in them but without cheng pei pei in it do you know what i mean it right felt like it felt a lot like a like that type of a movie um but it didn't quite rise to some of those films level uh, i
1: agree yeah
0: so but but it was interesting and 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 i do think it had some moments it had some you know there were some scenes that were shot interestingly there were there were parts of the film where I was like, Oh, this is kind of a cool plot development, or this is a cool way to handle this kind of a thing rather than just having them fight. And, and so it had some interesting things. The, you know, I, the setup is fairly simple, but I, I, you know, I like the idea of this, this scholar who is respected and is, you know, being framed basically or, and, and, and reputation plays such an important role throughout the movie. Do you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. that keeps coming up, and anytime they meet new people, it's the question is kind of well, do they side with with the uh, with the official or do they f- side with? Um, I think his name was what Song Yuan was the name of the official. Yes. Yep. Uh, or do they side with the the sneaky the sneaky guy controlling the emperor? Um, you know. So, so yeah. So it was a it was sort of like a. I don't know. Uh, it was a, an entertaining film, but certainly one that, you know, I, I wouldn't have, uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say people have to rush out and go see or anything. Um, so what, what do what you, what did you think of the fight sequences in this movie?
1: Like you said, they were swashbuckly typical, like early early 70s late 60s um very s- slow not slow motion but slow in the way that they did it you know the later movies in the late um 70s early 80s had a more of a fast paced action style yeah. than the early 70s did and it was more kind of like i don't even want to say posing in between movement because they didn't really do that but it the fights were longer because the actions took longer i don't think they were longer because it was more action yeah. do you understand what i'm saying Yeah, they're not
0: edited down they're not overly stylized they have it's like a swashbuckling film but it has a little bit more style than a swashbuckling film in that the movements are all quite gracefully done do you know what i mean and and there's a there is a slight dance-like quality to some of it, but overall, you you probably could watch this and say this isn't that different from an Errol Flynn movie or something, right? And you're seeing it, uh, and it would take a really sharp eye to notice some of the graceful movements that I'm talking about and some of the other things. Uh, and it's not edited down. It's not. It's not. It's not like cut in a way where you're surprised by movements. Do you know what I mean? You know, like in later mm-hmm. martial arts movies, somebody will move and suddenly somebody will be dead or like, they're just, they, they do more editing tricks to, to surprise the viewer and they do more, um, you know, more interesting things. This movie does have a little bit more Kung Fu in it than some of the other earlier, uh, Shah brothers movies. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like there were some scenes where you see characters using Kung Fu and it's, by the standards of early like you know mid to late 60s Shaw Brothers films it's a little bit advanced i thought in terms of the uh you know uh, like almost getting into that kung fu craze but then again this was made in 1970 so it's not like it is you know like a mid 60s movie but um but i remember being somewhat surprised by some of the unarmed martial arts sequences the the scene that really impressed me the most for the fight choreography in this one was the one that was when they were sword fighting inside that narrow space in the bedroom and something about the way that people were moving in that scene impressed me. Do you know what I mean? Like the movements felt very Mm -hmm. sharp and on point. And I also thought that just a lot of the actors they had sword fighting seemed particularly skilled at what they were doing. It didn't, it didn't feel like the kind of movie where you would occasionally see the actors slip up as much and things like that. But, Oh, go ahead.
1: Now I was just going to say, uh, to me, it, it felt like some of them, the top actors obviously had a little bit more skill than the, the others. Mm-hmm. But it's just something about the way that they moved. It wasn't like they were used to having a sword in their hand, to okay. me anyway. Okay. Um, But, you know, this is one of the... I wouldn't say it's the earliest Low Lie film, but he's awesome in everything he does. Yeah. So, you know, I thought he was he was very good in this one. And he kinda had the I know I'm skipping over to okay. characters, but uh his character, you didn't know if he was a good guy yes. or a bad guy. He kept saving them, but like the mother had said, she uh she was always leery of him yeah. saying that Um, He could be getting on our good side just so that he could hand us over because not only were they wanted, but there was a reward on their head and it was a lot of money. It could set you up for life. So, you know, anybody could pretend to be your friend and save you just to haul you in themselves, um, which is kind of what some people tried to do.
0: Well, and I thought that uh, that was one of the things I really liked about the movie because Like you said, the mother mentions that early on where she's like, you know, he's just trying to set us up so that he can take, you know, you know, get credit and get his reward. And he's going to betray us in the end. And that hangs over the whole film really, really well. And it feels like they meant to do that. It doesn't feel like they just had her say that and then forgot about it and it didn't matter because he's dressed, he's dressed all in black and he's got a really magnificent presence, but you could kind of see him shifting or pivoting into a villain role. Very easily, and not just because it's Lollier, but because of the way Lollier is playing the character and the way that they're, yeah. they're presenting the character.
1: Uh, there were, were times like he's actually sitting down with the like imperial guards and having drinks with them, yeah. and almost complimenting them, like he could turn into one of them throughout the movie. You know, so it's like that. What the mother says sets the tone I think for the whole movie you have to keep your eye on Lolie's character cuz you just don't know what's going to happen with him.
0: Yeah, and I really I really liked Lolie's performance in this one. I thought he did a great job. <laughs> so do and, I. And I and, and also I thought that the costumes matter a great deal in these films and I I really liked the way that they had him dressed up. It just it just worked. Um Yes, like especially when he
1: enters the building. Each time he entered, they had him kind of shadowed yeah, with his hat down. So, you know, and every time they do that, you're like, okay, this is where he turns. Well, that's how it was for me. No, this I. Is where I, he's going to turn bad.
0: I was waiting um, for that. I was, even at the very, very end, I was like, oh, so now he's going to do it. You know, like now he's right. going to, you know, so because I've seen so many of these movies and there's so, so many of them that end that way. Where like mm-hmm. the guy who's good turns out to be really bad, and it's one of the delights of this style of film is that you never really know what direction a movie is going to go until the end. You, you really they 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 don't they don't consistently give you happy endings, so you don't no. know if that's what's going to happen. Sometimes you know you know innocent people are brutally murdered in the end, and the good guy dies, and the here and the so so. So I, I I found that kind of hangs over the whole film, and I also kind of liked I liked the overall structure of the movie of how it's sort of similar to films like say House of Flying Daggers or something like that where you have characters who are on the road evading the authorities and those kind of movies they can be very entertaining or they can be very dull depending on where they decide to take those characters and. And again, I would like I said this isn't like a magnificent film that you actually have to you have to absolutely see, but it was entertaining enough that at every stop I was like, oh, okay, I like this location, you know, I like the inn, mm-hmm. I like I like the place they went where there was that group of guys who were divided on the haunted. kill, yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I liked I liked the um, I I just liked every stop of the way, so and and I really liked when they got when they were at that building site where the magistrate was and you know that was that was actually my favorite part of the movie believe it or not was was uh was was that sequence which I'll I'll get into when when we get there but um and I liked the singing too I even I you know the
1: yeah I like the singing myself
0: yeah I I thought I thought that they did a really good job because they're they're smuggling that talisman in the uh in in the pipa and I thought that if you're going to have the pipa in there and they're going to be masquerading as musicians. It totally makes sense that they'd be singing right, to people. Right, you have to sing. Yeah, and so and then the bad guy starts singing with her because he, you know, he's attracted to her at first. Uh-huh. Um, and he has a really surprisingly good voice too, which I uh-huh. thought was funny. Because um, he's he's the guy. He's one of these character actors who always plays either like the servant or the ugly bad guy. Or do you know what I mean? He's just he's just never. Yeah, uh, he's
1: always yeah. Yeah,
0: he's kind of got a sloppy looking vibe to him that they that they utilize and so uh so to see him have this melodious voice was was I thought kind of amusing um but yeah so so I like the structure of it and um but and I also like the the antagonist I thought was was kind of cool too he uh, i thought I thought that they had a cool antagonist what uh what what part of the movie because there's i'm, try, I'm trying I remember there's like three basic parts there's the in. There's the kiln and there's the the building site basically, if you exclude like the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie, um, you know, and maybe I'm overlooking some crucial thing as well. But what what sequence? The was,
1: building site
0: and the kiln were the the same. But don't you think those were like different? Like there's the scene that takes place the night they get there, and, right
1: in the in the building.
0: Yeah, and. and and like
1: the, the next day and the, then the next
0: day the magistrate, magistrate shows up. comes so yeah. they're like different i don't know it's, well, it's yeah it's,
1: it's, I, I understand what you're saying they're different they're definitely different scenes yeah they're the same location yeah um i'm like i really like the last i guess that's the last half of the movie when you from starting from when they arrive at the um at the kiln when you have the um I guess there are like six or seven guys. I think maybe they start out with four or five guys and then another guy comes in later. Yeah. But the um, guy that comes in later, you know he's swarmy and yeah. he wanted the money because he. we already saw him at the beginning of the movie at the other end trying to hone in uh, with the uh, Imperial Guard trying to get a position. But... Um, he's just a weasel. So when he comes in, then they have to kind of, they break even. Yeah. Three are for uh, protecting her because they believe in the honesty and the honor of uh, his her father and the other three, they just want the money. They don't care that the father was an honest man and was being framed and um, I like that scene because they, they could have just had an all-out brawl. Yeah. And I was really surprised that they actually set the building on fire to kill them. Because are you really going to get the money if, they, if you killed them?
0: Yeah, well, I, I think they were just so determined and bad that that was kind of... But I was questioning the tactic of... Of setting the, I was also unclear if they were actually trying to let the building on fire or if they were just trying to put fire close to the building to smoke them out, literally. Um, well, the
1: one guy said, well, that'll do them. They're going to roast themselves alive in there.
0: That's No, I, I remember that line, but I also... There was a scene where they looked surprised when it was like the fire I think, was starting.
1: Yeah, I think it, setting the fire was an accident. Okay. But they just chose then the other guy went around the building and just started let, letting other parts on fire because he figured that he would smoke them out
0: but I, but and i really I, I really did like how that group split in two and i liked that that group was like a real zhang hu group of martial characters do you know what i mean like, mm-hmm. one of them's got the weird eye thing they oh got yeah like all the, they're was, all very eccentric and strange so
1: yeah and i like their story that they had all lived a life of crime, but their consciences had, well, some of their consciences we see have caught up to them and they decide to lead an honest life. But apparently three of them can't keep
0: up with the lifestyle because they're too poor. And you can kind of tell which way they're going to split based on the casting. Like the, the guys that are all good. Uh They're like, well, not just they look, but it's like, Oh, these are guys I've always seen typically in good guy supporting roles of various Well, kinds. I
1: never noticed that. To me, it was all, it was all about their look. Okay. The three that were, the one with the eye, the crazy eye, the one that was bald, because the <laughs> bald guys always go bad. Yeah. And then the swarmy guy that we already saw at the beginning, I knew he was going to be bad news later on, just because he has that, skinny drawn face yeah. that they painted even more pale so he kinda looks like a a, a sick rat.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's got that very rat like appearance and the and he just had like a a way about him that was just like, yeah. ooh, I'm enjoying being a bat you know, ooh, let me get up uh-huh. and listen on to the officials talking. Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> He, he was very,
1: the whole time.
0: He's very he's sort of like a skinnier version of Newman from Seinfeld. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. that's kind of how he's that type of bad guy where it's like he's delighting in being bad. And he and he even seems to take umbrage at the guys in this group that decide to be good. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, right. like I feel like it almost morally offends him what they're doing, that they're not trying to get the riches.
1: Exactly. And then the other three guys were I don't want to say typical hero, hero material, but they were um, bulkier in stature and they just looked more pleasing to the eye. The one even had like a beard uh, beard mustache, not a full beard mustache, but more like a five o'clock shadow coming in. And, you know, just they looked the part of we're all in for justice. And the other three just look like yeah, we're just going to take the money and run.
0: Yeah, I I I I definitely agree with that. And I thought I thought that uh I thought that scene was good and I thought that the scene that followed with the magistrate was excellent because number 1 it's becoming clear at that point just how much mad reputation is really mattering in this and how mm-hmm. everybody's basing their decision on how to act around this guy's reputation and what that means to them. Do you know what I mean? And some people right. are like, well, you know, they, they, they sort of, maybe they see the writing on the wall in terms of who wields power or maybe they just are, you know, greedy. But a lot of the other characters are sort of like, well, wait, this guy's a righteous person. He's got a good reputation. I don't think that he's guilty of what you're saying he's guilty of. So, you know, th- there's... I I just thought that it was just, uh, it was nice how it played out consistently through the film. But when the official sort of uses this clever tactic to delay the bad guys where, you know, he shows up and he says, look, you know, I can't, I can't like, you know, just have you go in and get these women right now because I got these workers and I've been... I've been put in charge of making sure this building project goes through. And if this building, pro- and, and if you get those women, the builders, they're not going to want to do anything. The workers are going to be upset and there's going to be a fight and there'll be blood. So why don't you just let them stay in there and we'll wait until the building is done. And then, right. you know, I thought that was, I don't know. It was just very it was clever. A good,
1: it was, it was a great stalling technique and he was drawing it out. I mean, drawing it yeah. out. Like, yeah we're not going to finish this today. We're probably not going to finish it tomorrow. We're not going to finish it the next day, but we're going to draw this thing out. And I kind of, because at first I thought that the magistrate was just going to be like a bad guy because he's already a part of the Imperial court. But then when he does this stalling tactic, it's kind of like, is he going to flip or is he going to be, you know, honest and do what he, you know, what's right. And, um, you know, kind of thinks, well, I was thinking that, you know, it gives him time to think of a way to peacefully settle this whole situation yeah. where the women aren't taken in and maybe the, um, you know, the husband's not murdered and everything. Uh, but you know, then when they, the Imperial guards, decide to like just attack anyway before they were even finished it was kind of like dude really
0: well i think in these movies you see that a lot where this they want to establish that the tactic was good and it worked for a bit but then they want to kind of get the movie going right again you know because he's basically saying hey we got to build this thing before you can even do it and that's like it's kind of a ridiculous level of stalling for somebody who's mm-hmm. that pressed for time you know it's like hey I know you. It would be like if this took place in the modern day, and they were building like a causeway or something, and they were building I don't know some kind of important infrastructure. And the the official, you know, on site, that's in charge, that's overseeing the project, is telling the bad guy who also works for the government, like, "Hey, you're just gonna have to wait till I'm done, man. It's gonna take you know, I don't know, a while." So, <laughs> you know, because I remember thinking that I was watching, I was like, what, "Is it how like?" You you just want us to wait while you finish this project? That's gonna take forever. But but I lo- I just loved how he was um he was appealing to the bad guy's sense of you know, you don't want to get in trouble over this. Do you know what I mean? There are right. other there are other things that are gonna to have to motivate you besides just getting that talisman and getting these this woman you you're gonna to have to consider the consequences of you know a public project that's supposed to be finished—it's not going to be done right because you you did this in a messy way, so, right? And
1: it was the emperor's palace, and yeah. you're not going to mess with the emperor. Let's yeah. just put it that
0: way. Yeah. So so I thought it was cool. Yeah, that's right. It was the emperor's palace. So so it was even more, so my road example was actually kind of stupid. It would be more like you know uh, an important government building or something. You know right. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I like that scene. And and again and I thought the inn scene was really cool too. I liked the the layout of the inn was kind of different from a lot of other inns that we've seen. Um I don't know why it had like a U shape to it. There were like two parallel balconies with rooms on them, do right. you know what I mean? And uh-huh. and I just liked the way that it was structured and I kind of felt was, like I wanted yeah. to hang there for a while.
1: Yeah, it was structured around a courtyard late in the later movies that we watched. It's usually just a building with an upstairs and a downstairs. Yeah. So to actually see it look different was pretty cool, because then you had the um. They look well. They they were going to search all the rooms until they found the ones with the woman in it. But then they quickly figured it out. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. I thought that there might have been something going on in the back of the U where the opening was. Maybe there mm-hmm. might have been some stables or something back there, like lower buildings or something. Because you could see people coming from that way in one shot. Yeah. So I thought maybe there was something back there. I wasn't quite sure what was back there. but
0: I a lot of times for games, I'll watch movies like this and I will try to draw out the inn. Because mm-hmm. you know, like, I find the inn's fa- the inn's of the restaurants in these movies are always fascinating. And they're always... Modern feeling enough that they're appealing like you almost want to stay at one. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like a, it's not like an inn from like Lord of the Rings or something where it's you know, looks really Difficult to stay like a modern person wouldn't be comfortable these have these often have amenities and you know just you know nice nice food and the rooms have uh, You know they have servants and personnel taking care of the chambers and it's just a very You know they're they're they seem like nice venues so, you know, in, in a lot of cases, some of them do look kind of run down and scary, but, but a lot of them also look nice to stay at. Um, So, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think of what other scenes there were in the movie. There's the, there's, there's the beginning scene with the child. Was that a child emperor or was that like, yeah, a, that
1: was the child. emperor. Yeah,
0: and, and the, and the really sneaky prime minister, I think. Did, how did you, how did you feel about the setup, the opening of the film? Was that, did that make, did that. Did it seem boring? Did it make you want to watch the movie? Did it make you less interested in the movie?
1: It was boring to me. Um, the The kid obviously was supposed to be a brat. Yeah. And he was. And then not only was there the outward prime minister that was standing there that he was playing with, um, but there was also the guy behind the screen that was doing the real – Um, puppet puppeteering. And at one point you hear like a really giggly woman coming from behind the screen. So it's like, not only is he a puppet master, but he's also got his lady friend there too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Well, the opening sequence weird, the scene opens with like a bunch of women giggling and playing around the prime minister. And you know, the emperor's just a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, you know, uh, it's, it's definitely not, you know, a palace that's been that's being run by righteous people. That's definitely, definitely not definitely not. Um so so yeah, so I I, I uh I, I agree with that. I I was sort of torn on the opening. I thought on the one hand I kinda I kinda thought it was interesting, but and it had a there was like a comedy in it in because it was a child and there were like adults like acting like talking to him like he was an emperor, but you know that they understand that he's just a child Do you know what i mean the child right. has to like keep referring to the prime minister for answers and you know and the, and the reason the reason that they're giving for for why this this guy is being punished is because he was a he was too harsh of a tutor or something yeah and, he was too strict yeah so and a
1: traitor yeah. that was snuck in at the
0: end yeah yeah and yeah, he's, he's a traitor yeah and he's a traitor he, he he's he's a really strict tutor and he's a traitor so is it there was a, there was a light element to it that, that I thought, I don't know, it was promising, but it just didn't feel like it got, it didn't get used in a way that, that, that worked to its full potential. Um, but I, I liked the concept more than I liked the execution of it. Um, yeah. So I think, I don't know, are there are any other details of this movie that we, that we're missing? I guess the ending. Did you, did you like the ending?
1: It was okay. I mean, it would have been more dramatic I think if they had um if they had ended it with the final battle and you know how the guy's hand is he's died and he's, yeah. his his hand is raised and it has the um the little um medallion in it. I don't know. For me, it would have been more dramatic if it kind of just ended right there instead yeah. of having the uh, horse and buggy ride. I mean, obviously, if Loli's character takes it out of his hand, then, you know, they're going to go to the um, palace and going to get the dad out. That yeah. was kind of given. So I didn't think that they needed the um, the horse and buggy ride with the mom and the dad and the daughter reunited with yeah. the cousin and lowly um if what have would that being said what i would have liked the scene since they put that scene in there is that Lolie's character would have been betrothed to the daughter because they okay. had their little their little moments, their little looks at each other where you could tell that something definitely should have been sparking off but didn't necessarily build in this movie. And, you know, being that it's an early 70s movie, then, you know, you kind of, well, I didn't expect them to, you know, be in each other's arms and everything. But, you know, by the end, be together. Um, and that would be his son-in-law because he's such a righteous man. And, yeah. you know, his motto was justice above all. Um, <clears throat> so that's the way I thought it should have ended either way with the hand up and like panning away or the two being betrothed yeah. to each other. I, I, the way, I didn't like the way it ended.
0: I agree with you. I think if it, and, and I, and, and, and you got there before me, I didn't, this wasn't a conclusion I reached until you said it but I agree with what you're saying. Cause I think it would have had a lot more emotional impact if it had ended with that hand holding the medallion that mm-hmm. would have. And I think a lot of these films, they work better when they have an emotional ending. Yes. Um, and, and this one, it was an epilogue. It was kind of a long ride too. It was sort of like you kind of were watching them ride somewhere in a horse mm-hmm. and buggy and, or in a carriage and, and, and the only thing that I didn't really expect, but it wasn't totally unexpected was that he decides to to move on because he has he just says he has to go. He doesn't really explain why, but right, um, but that's common enough in these movies. You have the heroes like no, nope, I get, I got no time for love for whatever reason, and you know even though clearly he has feelings for her, clearly she has very strong feelings for him, but you know he he puts those aside to go do whatever manly duty he has that he has to tend to, right? Like that's kind of like a, a staple of the of the genre. So, you know, I I don't know, I I thought. I, I kind of agree with you. I think it would have been a if they were going to, well, they did do that is they, if they were going to have the epilogue, they really should have had them end up together maybe or something mm-hmm. because it was just kind of like, eh, okay. I guess, you know, you know, they, they, just, they just drop you off at your
1: house. And yeah. I'm
0: on my way. Well, it's just that I got to go because doesn't satisfy me. Do you know what I mean? Right. I got to mm-hmm. go because of reasons. It was not there. There weren't enough, you know, I was like, Hey, hold on a second. I need to know why you're not going to stay with this woman. Do you know what I mean? Like I need, you need, you need to give me some good reasons. Um, Right. You know, and I got, you know, some vague sense that he's got to go perform justice in the world. I don't, I don't think that's enough for me. Um, You know, I, I need a little bit more, some other obligation or vow or something to, to, to give it like a, a little emotional edge. Do you know what I mean? cuz right. cuz it's cuz otherwise it's just like well I'm just going to go on cuz I want to and there's not the there's there would have at least been a sense of longing at the end of it or something to 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 elevate that ending to an emotional level. Um but it was just a purely descriptive here's what happened to these characters after <laughs> the movie ended. Do you know right. what I mean? Right. <laughs> so but uh but that said I you know again uh, well, I don't know. I guess we could probably get into our ratings and recommendation. Um, this movie prompted a thought about that, though. We use what a four four star rating? I always forget yes, one through four. A four star. I was so desperate to have a five because of this one, because it was really difficult to rate it on a four star or a four number ranking system. Um, I'll, yeah, I know. I'll, I'll use the ranking system as is, but it's. I want people to understand how possible it is to rate a film that you would otherwise say is average as on a four on a four rank system. It just is very difficult. Mm. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. You, you can go first.
1: Um, Yeah. I have a difficulty with this one too on a four star rating because we don't do halvesies. these. Yeah. And, it's not a three. It's definitely not a three.
0: It's not. But
1: it's, it's definitely not a two. Can I,
0: can I make a suggestion? Why, don't, why don't we expand our ranking system to five because of this movie?
1: You want to start with a five?
0: I, want, I think that we might need to because I realized we, we, we originally did the four ranking system because we didn't want middling answers, right? Like We didn't want people to check it right. out and say, I didn't like this movie and give it a three instead. But when I was watching this, I was like, "This does not fit into a two or three easily for a lot of viewers." I think. Do you know what I mean? No, it and... doesn't.
1: It. If we if we do move our rankings to a five star, then this is solidly a three. I would have to move Disciples of Shaolin like to a five because that's like my ultimate ultimate movie. Oh, and um, five obviously,
0: I should just say if we if we implement this now this kind of retroactively would using your own logic and judgment. uh, Yeah. It would, it would bump things accordingly. Um,
1: Exactly. Um, yeah, I give this a a three because on the old scale I was going to have to give it a three anyway, because it's definitely not a two, but it's not a three where I would have given like, come drink with me. I thought was a three.
0: Well, that was the problem. You keep thinking of the other movies that are threes in our list and it's like, This does not match any of those. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. So, on a five point scale, it's a three. Um, And I give it a three because I didn't like the way that it ended. Um, It's a slow paced movie. And I liked Ching Li and I liked her singing. I just would have liked to see her um, wield a sword in this one, I guess. I mean, it wasn't okay. necessary yeah. for her character because there were always men around to defend them. Yeah. But, um, you know, i like to see a woman with... If there's a woman in a movie, in this type of movie, I want to see her perform some action.
0: I, I had the same but, feeling because I, I saw the cover and I was like... I was expecting her to be a female heroine in the movie of some kind. Right. And she didn't really do anything like that. I mean, she, she, she was heroic in the way she behaved, but she didn't right. actually have any fighting, you know, parts. Um, and, and I felt like this movie maybe could have used that, but, uh, but I'm sorry, go on. I
1: agree. Um, yeah, so that's why I would rank it a three. It's definitely slower pace than I'm used to, but it's an average movie. It's not anything exciting. I'm glad I watched it because now I can check it off my list. And I liked it, but it's not like, woo, and it's not.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, So yeah, so I would give it a three as well. Um, I think it's a very good example of movies from this period. If you want to know what an average movie from this period feels like in this genre, it reminded me of a lot of the, Earlier Shaw Brothers films, uh, you know, with that more swashbuckly style, which I do like. It just isn't, it just didn't rise up to the highest level uh, of that style. Um, it had some unique moments. There were, you know, there, there were a couple of scenes where I, when they were fighting, I was thinking to myself, I really like the way that person moved. I really like the fluidity of what's going on and how it's choreographed. I like the footwork. I like the tightness in that that scene where they're fighting in the bedroom. Um, and I also liked a couple of scenes where they did something funky. They had they had two of the actors who were circling each other and it looked like they put them onto some kind of lazy Susan type device while they filmed them so that mm-hmm. they were spinning around, but it was very smooth. And it was striking enough that it was sort of like, I've, I liked it, but I was like, why didn't they do more unusual visuals like that throughout the movie? Because that would have given it a real feel. Do you know what I mean? It would have made it feel very right. different from other films. Um, so I liked it. I was just like, it's. It, it just only took one delicate step into that territory. So, um, you know, it could have used more of that, I thought. It, it, you know, the acting was fine. Everything was good. I love Lollier. Um, you know, again, it, this is just kind of like it, not a disappointing movie, not a great movie, but a three. And I don't think you have to go out to see it. I think, uh, I think if you're if you're hungry for this style of film, if you've like, if you've been watching a lot of early wuxia and you just kind of want a sense of completion with these movies, this is a film that you might want to see. Um, and it's also maybe worth seeing because of some of the reasons that we mentioned. It still has musical numbers in it, and it um, it has the 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 official using his his head to come up with an interesting strategy to thwart the bad guy. There there are things about it that might you know, stand out a little bit or just be an unusual part of the movie that's a reason to see it. But but yeah, I, I would just give it a three and say, you know, it's it's uh definitely something that you should watch for free on Prime if you have Prime, rather than yes. go out and buy. That's how I would put it. And and I don't know, maybe maybe some people will really like it because it is it is that it is good enough quality that if you really if you like the movie, maybe you'll you'll have a much better time of it than people who give it a three but i just thought it was average so that's what i'm giving it um yeah so i don't know any other thoughts on it or are we are we agreeing I think on we everything? covered it so so yeah so i do want to say given what's going on with the everything being shut down people can definitely go and you know netflix has a number of movies which apparently i tried to post a link to a netflix thing but the person that i was sharing it from i think they were from another country maybe or they were posting a link from someone from so they so it wasn't the netflix availability that we have in the u.s and that might have confused some people um but if you go on to prime they have a lot of shaw brothers films and a lot of martial arts movies and it's really worth going and finding which ones they have because sometimes they come down so you might want to go there if you like martial arts and wuxia which i assume you do if you're 40 minutes into a discussion about valley of the fangs so <laughs> go to go to prime and, and check it out and, see, and 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 you know make use of that as a resource if you have prime um yeah so i don't know uh do we know what we're going to be doing next week or are we still uh are we on uh uns- uns- okay all right so so we'll talk about what film we're going to do and we'll be back and until then we will talk to you later